What's up, guys? I wanted to hop on here and remind you all that Utah Facial Plastics is offering you all, the Woke with Wesley listeners, $50 off of whatever treatment you want. All you have to do is mention my name and this podcast to them. And I've done my research. I'm sure I've beaten it into your heads by now (laughs) that you probably should too when it comes to your face and all the different anti-aging modalities there are out there. But with these guys... They are the best. I trust them. I vouch for them. It means you can trust them too. They offer hydrofacials, IPL photofacials, this new cool, um, it's called Aqua Gold. It's a facial that uses mesotherapy and microchanneling therapy all at once. It's dope. Um, they have CO2 laser facials. They do Botox, fillers. They are it when it comes to the anti-aging game. They take the cake. Um... Their office just is lovely. They take their time explaining everything in such detail, and they're always on time. I've never had to wait. They're just, they're kind, and they're informative, and they're never pushy. They make you feel really comfortable and calm when it comes to this stuff. You can find them on Instagram at Utah Facial Plastics, and they also have offices in Layton and Draper, Utah. And don't forget to mention me and this podcast, Woke with Wesley, for $50 off of whatever treatment you want from them. Now, back to the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Woke with Wesley. I'm Wesley, and today I'm sitting down with my good friend, Doug. Again, Doug Cartwright. We're back. We're back. It, yeah. it hasn't even been, like, what, three weeks? And I'm like, it come back It's been on. two. <laughs> Has it been two since we released? I don't I even know. know. I think three. it's on, well, we did episode 10 together, so mm. it's been about three weeks. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you guys might remember Doug. We talked about... Like life transitions. Mm-hmm. And he has this app called The Daily Shifts. The Daily and we Shifts. go over that. Yeah. So, Doug, our podcast episode, I was kind of just telling him, it went off. Blew up. People are into you. Yeah. People are into everything like about The Daily Shifts, mm-hmm. about your story. Yeah. I think I'm really comfortable talking to you. So I just, I Thanks. forgot we were kind of recording. I know. It felt like I remember last time I was here, I forgot that we were even doing a podcast because <laughs> it was like the first time we had talked about our ayahuasca experiences. I know. And so I was like so engaged in you. And then I'm like, oh, there's also a microphone in front of my face. I really, it's hard with people I love when I'm, when I'm doing podcasts because I'm like, oh, sh- there, there's a job here. Yeah. I, I forget that have I like, have to steer. Yes. Yeah, it's we hard. Have an audience. But yeah, Doug blew the lid off of my ayahuasca. I was closeted before yeah. Doug. And I am I have to say, I'm just grateful you did it. I'm grateful hmm. you ripped that Band-Aid off for me because after that, I was like, okay, it's out. Like, let's talk about it. Let's go deeper. Mm-hmm. And it's been an interesting three weeks for me. I'm getting such crazy, I mean, emails and DMs and yeah, it's, it's exciting. It's an interesting time, especially with the plant medicine too, because I feel like there are for sure people, and I think you'll relate with this, the medicine will come get you. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't find ayahuasca, ayahuasca found you. Oh, she sought right? me out. She got her claws in me. Same. I feel the same way. Yeah. And so I think a lot of people are getting the call. And now that we've kind of opened up the dialogue, we've kind of given people permission. And I'm I'll first, first and foremost, I'll first for sure say ayahuasca is not for everyone. Nope. It is not for everyone. It'll be literally, it will be a call, and it's almost like I have to do this. Right. That's exactly. And how so I, I just want to give like a warning out for people because it's like, oh, I don't know what to do. So I guess I'll do ayahuasca. That's a sign you should not be doing ayahuasca. Agreed. If it's like, I guess I'll do it because I don't know what else to do. You do ayahuasca because it's like, holy shit, I have to. Like it's being called. I'm being summoned to it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that, um, I think it actually can be dangerous if you go in, into ceremony. I agree. I think that it's like messing with the wrong type of maybe it's not your medicine. It was definitely right. my medicine. Definitely my medicine, too. But right. yeah, it's not for everybody. It's not for everyone. So I just wanted to make that note because I've had people blowing me up on the DMs. Really? Like, hey, I'm, I'm interested in ayahuasca. Can you point me in the right direction? And I'm just kind of like, it's a very It's not a logical space. thing. It's, it's not, not a logical. logical thinking thing. It's definitely a feeling, a knowing type of thing. Like, I knowing. think I said it on our yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do it. Right. Same. I, I didn't want to do this at but all. It did not sound to. fun. I am like not that girl that that stuff sounds fun for. I'm scared of everything. Mm-hmm. This is what we're talking about. Yeah. This is today's episode. We're talking about... Right now, what's happening in the world? Like the world right now around around us feels kind of like a shit sandwich. Like yeah. we're all getting served a big shit sandwich. Mm-hmm. But I don't really think it is. Yeah. 
I'm really, I think, I don't know your stance, sure. but I'm seeing the silver linings in this thing. And it doesn't mm. mean I don't like, I mean, I don't like what's going on. Right. I don't. I think it's awful. There's people dying. But I also feel like this is such a necessary pause on humanity, on our world, on our nation. The way we run ourselves, especially here in America and like Japan too, we run ourselves to the ground we are all about like hustle 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 you don't slow down you don't do things people are going to yoga and checking it off they're like to-do box like okay spirituality connecting to myself dope but they're not like embracing it they're not doing it Mm. i think we're at a full stop like we are in a position now where no one has a choice and it's not lovely but it's also like we need to make some some lemonade out of this this lemon and what i love about this too is everything you said i totally agree with plus there's two other weird things with this whole thing i want to know your right? whole stake I've, I've been thinking about you yeah. i wanted Ooh. to talk to you so yeah. i'm so glad you're here i, I want to know yes so first and foremost it does feel like a pause and not only does it a pause but it's a return to being human like it's almost feels like the universe is like hey go be human right? Whether it's now you have an opportunity to pause, you can now create art or make music or start cooking and really connecting with others. Like I always have believed that the purpose of being human, you know, why are we human? And it's to connect with others and to create, right? And this pause is forcing us to connect with others, even though we're not doing it physically. But how many Marco Polos have you sent? How many FaceTime calls have you had? How many text conversations have you had, right? Exactly. Way more phone Way calls more. than in my normal day-to-day life. Right. And you're pausing. So it's like, okay, I've got this time to create something new. And I think if people look at it from that point of view where it's like, okay, maybe I've kind of always been interested in singing. Now I have opportunity to go take singing lessons. Or I can go learn guitar or learn a language or start cooking or making art and there's so many opportunities to be human in this right so that's the first thing the second thing that's really interesting with this is the earth is healing yeah so the universe paused us we look inward and in the meantime carbon monoxide levels are way down in china have you seen those heat maps Yes. It's crazy. Have you seen the Venice Canals? And the Venice Canals. There's dolphins. Right. For the first time, this is like people who have lived in Italy their entire life have never seen the bottom of the canals. And right. they can see to the bottom right now. Yeah. It, it It's blowing the, my mind. It hasn't been that long. It's been what? Three weeks? Really? Yeah. Four? Mm-hmm. It's, and it's really quick. The third thing, there's actually four things that are interesting. The third thing, this is just really interesting, is that which type of people are the most susceptible to the disease? Elderly and elderly and like and not that to say that their lives aren't valuable, but if you're going to take the life of a 75 year old or a newborn, logically it makes t- makes sense to take it. It had to be intense enough where people were dying, mm-hmm. right? For for us to stop mm-hmm. and for us for the world to shut down the to take it serious to take it serious. It had to be people were dying, and this happens to be the demographic that most are, happens to be elderly and like kids are immune. I know. Like what? I was talking to my mom every, so especially with respiratory stuff. Yeah. Every kid gets RSV, croup, all the respiratory stuff affects children. Asthma really affects young young kids. This is the first respiratory issue that I've known of in my life that kids are kind of okay. Like yeah. it's opposite than everything that's- It makes no sense. It makes no sense. It's weird. So we've got an opportunity to slow down, right? And be human. We've got the planet healing itself, literally, on a physical level. The disease is susceptible to an older generation, but it's serious enough that we have to take it serious. And yes, people are going to die, and that's tragic, right? And that's why we do the physical distancing to slow it down, to flatten the curve, they say, right? Mm-hmm. But really, this is a whole healing experience. And I think about your more. Think about your personal healing, right? My personal healing. How shitty was it? Mm-hmm. When you first start your down your healing journey, like this is why I talk about with ayahuasca, you should tread lightly, right? Because you're like, oh my gosh, ayahuasca is going to heal me. No, ayahuasca doesn't heal you, right? It shows you the way and the way and the path is hard and the healing process is insane. And I had, like I said, my healing journey last time I talked, I had suicidal thoughts in the depths of my It definitely journey. got worse for you. Yeah. And it was a part of your healing. Yeah. It, it, it's like kind of like breaking a bone. Yeah. So like we, sometimes it doesn't set right. Right. You have to re-break the damn bone. You have to like go exactly. through that suffering, that pain to get out the other side. And I and I think it's going to get worse as before it gets better. And you're, you're in like With the in cr- the United States. In the world. You do. Yeah. I think it's going to get worse. And it's like we are healing and you have to go backwards to go forward. 
mm-hmm. right? You The only way out, have you heard that quote? The only way out is through. Yes. And it's also um, Joseph Campbell. He says, the treasure you seek is in the, 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 the cave you are unwilling to look at holds the treasure you seek, right? It's like the darkness. You have to go to the dark to get to the light. And, and I think for a lot of people, this is as dark as it gets. Yeah. You cut people off socially. Mm-hmm. You stop their their fun, their outings. Right. You put a family in a house together for yeah. weeks on end when you're used to getting breaks from one another. Yeah. Like it, this, the cracks that were already in your life, all this is doing is putting a magnifying glass on those situations on that issues. you don't really in our normal life yeah. we're busy we have distractions you, you can you can be pissed at your husband and be like okay well i'm going to yoga i'm gonna yeah. go do this i'm doing this like you don't have to just sit in the discomfort a lot in our lives it's so easy to just escape mm. and this is forcing us to, to look, look at, at all of our that's why people are so uncomfortable right it's not sitting at home how often do we want to just sit at home and do nothing it's right. not the sitting it's at home not. and doing nothing it's, it's the distractionless time the noise is eliminated yes. there's no noise there's no noise Right. And it reminds me of the quote there. It says, um, all of humanity's problems stems back to the fact that man can't sit alone in silence for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening right now is we're forced to be alone with no distractions. We can't go out. And so all of our trauma or our insecurities or anxieties are surfacing. And so people are freaking out. Well, I'm looking around too on Instagram and moms are like, okay, 30 minutes on this and 30 minutes on here. And they are to the minute scheduling out their their kids lives and then it's been a week now of this and they're like oh shit this isn't working because it's not meant to be like that like there has to be this free flowing thing Mm -hmm. and i think that that free flow like that nothingness freaks people out yeah like what are you going to do when you have nothing to do right and the kids even i mean we have things to distract them there's like nintendo and shows and all that but after three days when they've done all the nintendo all Mm -hmm. the shows and they're like I'm bored. Yeah. And in, in our home, if if they tell me they're bored, I never hear the words I'm bored because I give them a chore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it is that. an open invitation for me to give them a chore. Yeah. But really like day five, six, they're like, mom, I'm bored. And I was like, hmm, sit with your, sit with yeah. your thoughts. Yeah. And then they're starting to come up with cool shit. Yeah. They're and- not making themselves bored. I'm not, I'm not entertaining them. And I think moms and parents feel like, okay, I got to entertain my kids and I got to mm. give them this Disneyland life. Like, the beauty of this is I am letting my children be Figured bored. Out. Yeah. Just let them be. I was bored all the time growing up. I yeah. realized my kids have never really been bored. Mm. That's weird, right? And this is such an opportunity for them to explore maybe new talents or new hobbies or new. Because I think about, you know, two years ago for me, I left my old job and I had like a six month gap where I wasn't working, but I was living off my savings. Mm-hmm. And I was at home all day. So you've done this life. I've done this life. You've done this life. And so the question I would ask myself is, what am I curious about? So my hobbies now, I love yoga. I love meditation. I love learning silly, random space facts and about the universe. And I love science fiction thriller novels. And all of that stemmed from sitting at home and asking myself, what am I curious about? And now these are my hobbies. And it's such a beautiful opportunity for everyone here to go dive into your curiosity, right? What sparks your curiosity? And it's an opportunity to go dive into that. But what's interesting, and this is the advice I wanted to give, is before you get there, the reason people are freaking out is because they're resisting the fear. They don't want to feel uncomfortable. They don't want to feel fear. Because like, uh, my belief is we're going to be isolated for a long time. Give me give me a t- uh, time frame. What's I think it's going to be into May, June. June? And I think the economy is going to get really bad. I did. I think unemployment is going to go up to 20%. People are, it's going to be dark. It's going to get dark and scary. Mm-hmm. And my advice to anyone who is feeling extremely anxious, who is extremely feeling overwhelmed, is A, you need to realize that no one has the answers. I could be completely wrong with those projections. I have no idea. But no one has any idea, right? And once you accept the fear, embrace the unknown and let that emotion move through you instead of trying to push up against it then once that emotion moves through you you can make decisions from a clear aligned state of mind i get so you're saying okay so let's take everyone's worst case scenario right now you're you're three months down the road and you're like okay worst case scenario you do lose your job you get evicted from your home actually i think trump today yeah you can't get evicted right now which is i mean that's so the government's gonna do a lot to help us out so on Monday, I did a three-hour silent walking meditation in the park. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm playing these scenarios out and I'm like, okay. Like worst case scenario. Worst case scenario. Um, my mom dies from coronavirus. She gets it and dies, right? I have family members affected. Mm-hmm. I lose my job. I file bankruptcy, right? I lose everything I own. Worst case scenario. And people I know get sick. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. And I embrace that emotion instead of being like, like you surrender to I it. I surrender to that emotion. Because you, you, you don't have any control. I have no control over that. Anyway. So, so I literally felt that. And that was really terrifying. Instead of like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to think about that. Like, if you're listening right now, think about your, one of your parents getting coronavirus and dying. Just that thought you're, it's going to cause anxiety. Ugh, yeah. Right? It's like, it sucks. It it's honestly just, does. Suck, even when right? you said that, it's it was like, like oh, you, you, you don't even want to go there. But the way out is through. And so I surrendered to that emotion at the park and just let it f- flow through me. And I'm like, okay, I have no control. I have no idea what's going to happen. Right? Mm-hmm. Because what's crazy is when we feel like we're out of control, it's like on a psychological level, if we feel like we're not in control, what do we want to do? We want to gain control. control. Right? But this is a situation we cannot gain control of. So psychologically, we do really outlandish things. And like for buy some the people, freaking toilet paper. Buy toilet paper. I Why? Th- what is with that? That makes complete sense to me. Do they just want to control wiping they their ass. They want to feel con- like they're in control. Out of the that's the weirdest one to me. But it was the only, it was something that logically made sense because people are like, oh my gosh, feeling out of control is really scary. This <laughs> is scary. Stock up on some I need TP. to do something, <laughs> and being prepared helps me yeah. feel prepared. And what's something that I can do that's cheap and accessible and easy? Toilet paper made perfect sense to me. I yeah. don't bash anyone doing it. All they're doing is they want to feel safe and secure. They're doing right? an act. They're acting out a way to make them feel They want to do something. anything to relieve the, the pain. Anything. And buying toilet paper relieves pain and anxiety. Makes perfect sense. I, I, I support everyone who wants to buy toilet paper. It's great. But <laughs> once you can surrender to these feelings of anxiety, and then when I left this walking meditation, I was like, okay, if I'm going down, I'm going down swinging. How do you swing? Like What's I'm going swing? down like expanding. I'm not going to retract and like cuddle up mm. into a ball and like, oh my gosh, coronavirus. I'm going to co- pull the covers over my head. Yeah. It's like, okay, what can I do that's smart is like, okay, social distancing. I'm going to play my role. I'm not going to be, you know, um, crazy or silly about it. It's like, okay, I know my role is I need to do social distancing, right? I need to stay inside. But at the same time, I need to be my best version of myself. And the way I can do that is by accepting these feelings of anxiety, accepting these feelings of uncertainty and be okay with not knowing. And now I feel so aligned. And I'm sure you feel aligned too. I actually do feel more aligned than I felt in probably three months. Right. And it's because you've accepted that part of you. Like you're not scared to look at the shit in your life Mm -hmm. because you've done that. And the reason these people who are really freaking out is because they're scared to look at a possibility of their future and they don't want to look at it. And so they're resist, resist, resist. So my advice, the reason I'm even on this podcast is just to let everyone know here the way out of the anxiety is to surrender to it because I truly believe that if whatever, whatever word you want to use, God, universe, the divine soul, spirit, whatever, whatever word is your word. If it truly didn't want us to feel anxiety, to feel overwhelmed, right? To feel these negative emotions. If it really didn't want us to, Mm -hmm. we wouldn't. You're right. But these emotions are for us. They're happening for us. I think that, they're like indications like a turn signal on your car when your car's engine is like low oil i feel like our emotions even the negative ones they're telltale signs they're signals to us to like to go in to -hmm. start like detective work within ourself like the emotions that we have in our life are our signals to look inward like you were saying like this is spiking my anxiety okay let's look at that Mm -hmm. let's not resist it like let's really dig into it play it out yeah. Let's play it out right now. So I'm going to tell yeah. you my anxieties. Yeah. Like, like pretend, I'm just going to pretend to be a high, I mean, this is, this is true. I'm not yeah. going to pretend. This is making me anxious. The thought of mine and my husband's business, like one of them mm-hmm. is, is we have like an online shop. Right. And we're watching the news a lot lately because mm-hmm. we heard in Italy that they stopped the postal service. Like if, if the, if that stops, we have absolutely no income. Mm-hmm. Absolutely none. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay, that would be really, really, really bad. It's not going to get that bad. Like, it will continue to go. Sales are continuing to, like, online, it's great. But if there's no way to ship the goods, no one's going to buy the goods. Right. So that is my anxiety-inducing thought. Cool. So right now, Mm -hmm. walk me through surrendering to that thought. 
the cool. non-resistance of that. So first thing I do is I say, let's be logical about it first, right? We're not just going to go straight into woo-woo, like surrender, because it's like we live on planet Earth and we're humans in the USA 2020. We got bills to pay. We got bills to pay. Like my favorite saying is your kundalini practice <laughs> is amazing, but rent still due on the first, Yeah. right? Yeah. So, okay, logically. So what are some logical things we can do? You have a small business, right? Mm-hmm. There are SBA small business disaster loans available right now. Shit, I didn't even know yeah, that. For I already just you right? saying that right now, yeah. I literally feel better. Right. I didn't even know that. So I would apply I've already done it for my business, just in case. Like my well, my, my, my sales are it's up your insurance. A ton. It's insurance, right? And it's so really your low- sell, because it's a my, feel good thing. My app downloads are up two thousand percent. Yeah. Right. Oh wow, that's telling. So yeah. So um so I would just be logical about it. Okay. What's what are some action steps I can take. Okay. I can apply for one of these SBA loans, disaster loans, really low interest, long payback periods. Right. And have a chunk of change kind of in, in the back case in case I need it. Right. Mm-hmm. We also know that the government is extending, you can postpone taxes. taxes and mortgage payments. And you can also call all of your credit cards. If you have any loans and tell them that you're feeling the effects of coronavirus and they'll postpone payments with no penalty. Wow. So you can also do that, right? Okay. You can also call your mortgage and be like, hey, I need help because coronavirus, they're working with you. You can postpone your mortgage, right? And so I would go down the checklist of logical things first. Mm-hmm. And then how can I be best prepared? Okay. So now I feel like I'm most prepared. Okay. Let's say none of those things work. You don't get the loan. You can't push back anything and you run out of money, right? What's the next? What, what would happen then? Let's, let's play it out. Ugh, we would not be able to pay our mortgage. Then what? And then we would probably milk it for three months until the, they come take our home. Then what? And then we would move in with my lovely mother. Then what? And then we'd kind of chill there for a while. And then I know Bronze, he would spin something else up so damn fast we'd be okay. Yeah. I like I, I know that. I know that to be true. So, so is this your worst case scenario? Worst case scenario. I mean, really, honestly, worst case scenario is the health. Like my child right. gets in and dies. Yeah. Worst case scenario. Right. But- for whatever reason, I don't even go to that worst case scenario. Right. I like I uh, my knowing in my body knows yeah. that that will not happen. And and, it's, and likely it's like this virus isn't affecting young ones, right? Mm-hmm. So statistically, mm-hmm. I mean that could happen, sure. But even in that situation, that'd be devastating and tragic, right? Mm-hmm. You're resilient. Yeah, we. I actually gave the kids a lesson on that exact same thing. Yeah. We went through. Think about the worst thing in the world that could happen for me. It's a, the death of one of my children. Right. And for them, it's the death of one of their parents. Sure. Like the and as you think about that as a kid, thinking yeah. about one of your parents dying is like you can't even function. Yeah. That's I lost how my you dad went. when I was twenty. Oh, even yeah. at twenty. Yeah. That's Still. not. You're too young. Right. Still. Yeah. So we talked about that, and, and we let them know, like, no, imagine the worst. And you know how people always say, "Oh, I could never do that." Mm-hmm. Oh, I couldn't even live after that. But you could. You, you can, could. And you will. That was our lesson. L- no. Think about the worst thing in the world that could happen to you. You will find a way to to live. You yeah. you have to. Yeah. Like that's why we're 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 here. Like you have to move on. And I think that people also feel like they're immune to tragedy. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm not preparing my children for tra- tragedy. But I also am because right. no one's immune. You I have mean, to be logical about it, right? Yes. You know, and so I think that's really important. But. What's really cool about this exercise is we just played your worst case scenario of you're moving in with your in-laws, with your family. Mm-hmm. That's your worst case scenario. And kind of be fun. My mom would cook for me. Right. See? I'd have, like, now, the, now we're, we'd now, be like now sister we're wives. Positive. We're immediately going <laughs> pop optimistic, right? Yes. And so once you can move through it and play out the scenario, it frees you from this anxiety. Yeah, you'll have anxiety attacks and you'll slip into it. But like once you know your worst case scenario and you're still going to make it, it almost gives you permission to like expand in this situation, like become your better self. And now you feel like you can explore new talents and new hobbies and really embrace the humanness. Like, okay, worst case scenario, I'm going to, we'll make it through. Now I've have this opportunity where I'm kind of stuck at home with my kids and I have a really cool experience where I can try new talents because everyone on this planet has a special gift. And we're all drawn to certain things. And this is a, a really cool chance to develop new talents. And like I said, when I did my kind of my quarantine two years ago and I was stuck in my apartment for six months, kind of figuring out if I was going to build an app or whatnot, it's like my hobbies now are all stem from that experience. 
And your work. And my work. Like and I, it turned into your work. Now it's my full-time work and like people are being affected by it. And I literally was pulling up today and I just, as I was parking my car, I got a message from someone I don't know who was like, hey man, I've been using your app. It's really helping me through this experience. That's why I know how much I appreciate you. Pardon the interruption. Doug and his company, The Daily Shifts, are offering you, the Woke with Wesley listeners, a course called Shift My Life, which is a 10-part video series with a 75-page workbook for only 99 bucks, you guys. This is a steal of a deal because this course is usually $900. Um, It will help you discover your subconscious stories that are holding you back, help you rewrite that story, develop a relationship with Source, help you define and create positive life habits and goals that set your soul on fire. Ultimately, you'll learn how to truly love yourself so you can show up in the world and experience what it is to be fully alive. And you guys, this course is incredible. If you sign up by Friday of this week, you will also get a free 30-minute FaceTime coaching session with Doug himself. So like I said, do not pass this up. It's 99 bucks. It will never be this price again. And if you're interested, you can access the course on thedailyshifts.com. Again, that's thedailyshifts.com. And it is called Shift My Life. Now, back to the show. And that stemmed from six months of basically sitting alone in my apartment, heartbroken over a girl, and figuring out what I'm going to do with my life. That is wild. Yeah, and so I think what's really beautiful is, yeah, it's going to get worse. Yeah, it's going to get intense. Yeah, we're going to have problems. But we're resilient human beings. And on the other side of this, it's going to be really, really beautiful. And a lot of people are going to be able to expand to like higher, better, more fulfilled versions of themselves. So I have another question for you. Yeah. I've been thinking that because you and I are, we have the background of being like from the LDS Mormons. faith. Yeah. And we live in Utah. Do, All the, yeah. the majority of my podcast listeners are from Utah. Yeah. I, I am going to assume that this crossed your mind. So we had this broke out. Yeah. The COVID-19, everything's crazy. If you actually look on the map in in the state of Utah, it's like in the red zone of panic. Mm. And more groceries have been bought in the state of Utah than any other state, sure. any other nation. It's just, just Utah. Like people are going crazy. They're going crazy all over the world. Utah specifically, it's nuts. So it's like this third day of quarantine. People are kind of like in their homes and we have a 5.7 earthquake, oh, and we all wake up to it. Were you in Utah when it happened? Oh, yeah. It was insane. My, the whole house was shaking. It, like, I was, didn't, I was, it was crazy. I've lived in California 10 years. I've come to Utah now two huge earthquakes. Yeah. I'm like, what I've never been in an earthquake before. That was the first, first earthquake I've ever been in. I mean, it was pretty scary. It was intense. The, the Temple Moroni, the trumpet yeah. fell off. Like, if you guys are not LDS, it's like every... There's temples everywhere. They have a statue on the top. His name's Moroni. He's blowing a trumpet. Yeah. In the end of time, he's. it's said that this Moroni statue blows his horn. So it's it. people in Utah feel that this is a sign of the times. They're actually believing that this is doomsday, that the yeah. second coming is coming. And you remember in our podcast, I told you my biggest fear of my life before when I was like a practicing Mormon, I thought the second coming was coming like tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like... The end of the world was yeah. literally a week away. And I just yeah. wanted to experience more life before it happened. Like, I was so mm-hmm. weird about that. Like, I was so scared my whole life. Yeah. So that's the unconditioning I've done the last sure. five years is finding, not living my life through fear, yeah. doing things like having a faith practice, not out of fear, mm-hmm. like out of one that actually feels good and true and, and authentic to sure. me. So when this happened, it was weird because my programming kicked in. My yeah. old, my old conditioning yeah, yeah, yeah. kicked in. I woke up during an earthquake, a pandemic around the world, the economy's crashing, like, and then freaking Moroni's trumpet. Something about this made me fall. So I was like, mm. oh shit, it's happening. Like, it's so weird how you can work so hard and grow so much. And then something like this, like a crisis occurs or this like how crazy deep thing. That program how deep rooted because I woke up to a shaking home mm. and I was like, this is it. Yeah. This is it. Second coming. It's it's happening. Yeah. And then I had to sit with myself and be like, whoa, you're really scared. Yeah. Like you're really. And this stuff is also deep rooted. As much as you think you've undone these knots. Still there. They're a little bit there. Yeah. And it just, it's been interesting. It's mm-hmm. made me go really like inward, but have a lot of self introspection because I'm like, I don't believe these thoughts anymore, but they are, they're in my body right. almost. It's like yeah. a knee jerk reaction. Like yeah, they yeah, yeah. come up. 
And I just I want to know your thoughts on all the doomsday-ish stuff going going on here. I don't I I, I know that that is not the case, mm-hmm. but I did have a moment of being like, oh, that's sure. it. This is it. Yeah, no, my belief has always been, I believe, you know, I'm one of the people that believes we live in a simulation. What does that mean, Doug? It means just like this is... Like matrixy? Matrixy. But like not matrix, but like in that sense where I feel like there is a higher state of living and being beyond the experience of human on Earth. Okay, I agree. I right. get what you're saying now. I yes. call it a simulation, whatever. I, this uh, experience. Can we, this, like simulation is being like robotic about your day, your routine. You're not like like this, the sameness of every single day. Like there's an elevation I above just, that. There, there is more truth in reality to our essence of being beyond me as Doug. When Doug dies, I will transcend into a higher level of being, whatever that looks like. I believe that too. Right. So this experience of Doug is temporary. Doug's going to die. You're going to die. Everyone listening is going to Our die. Our human bodies. Our human bodies will die. 100%. Um, and we live on the earth, planet earth. And the code that wrote this quote simulation or this experience is physics. Physics are laws that are, cannot be broken. If I push that cup off the table, it's going to fall and break. Mm-hmm. It's physics. And one thing about this human experience is I've always believed is physics always beats metaphysics. Meaning if I walk into your room and put a gun in your head and pull the trigger, you can't meditate your way out of hitting, not getting shot. Mm -hmm. Right. And physics always beats metaphysics. So what does that have to do with all of this? Like signs of the times and whatnot, like, no one's ever been right. There's been multiple religions. There's been multiple cults. Everyone's called this stuff. Well, I remember in 2012, the Mayans were like, counter, okay, right? this is it. And I, then and <laughs> it's, so always, it's always it. I had a friend, you know, reach out to me like, oh, the trumpet fell, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, do you know anything about a small religion in India? And if their trumpet fell, would that even, it wouldn't even be on our news feed. Right? Mm-hmm. We are a small percentage on this dot. And there was an earthquake. And a lot of people's stuff fell. And people you know, and the trumpet happened to fall. And so it never really resonated with me because it's only a thing here. Yeah. Of the, you know, 1 million people in Salt Lake out of the 7 billion in the world, only a million people cared. And so do you think that Christ is coming to return because of the experience that happened here? Like to people in Russia, meant nothing. There was no trigger or response at all, right? Physics always beats metaphysics. And... I think if that's really important to explain to, to people, because I believe, you know, as you have these awakenings, like whatever word you want to like woke with Wesley, I'm awake Mm -hmm. now, right? Whatever you want to call that is um, whatever. I do believe that synchronicities increase, like when crazy things happen, you know how like we've had like create, like my whole story is crazy. Mm -hmm. You've had crazy stuff happening. All of those crazy things that happened, None of them broke the laws of physics. You're right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so physics always rules. And so God isn't going to throw down his lightning bolt and you're not going to elevate and move a mountain. You know what I mean? And so keeping a foundation in science is really important to me because the thing about science is it's true whether you believe in it or not. Yeah. And so when you take the grand, more of a bigger scale picture of the whole planet Earth as us as a species... The Mormon faith is a small percentage and those that are still actively Mormon is a smaller percentage. And and then even within Utah, so the Trump thing on a, on a scale, it wasn't big enough to affect enough people for it to be a, a, an active. Well, thing. and I also believe in belief. Totally. So there's so many people here that, that have strong ties to that belief. Totally. And I do, it does affect different things yeah. like where your like energy goes it just totally. shit happens right so i'm like oh my gosh how crazy like yeah. everyone was thinking it was the end of the times and then yeah. a sign to them actually happened yeah like i think that belief is powerful like totally. they almost like manifested that stuff totally. like everyone was freaking out before it even happened yeah. it happened and then people were losing their damn minds it's crazy it was weird the whole like, thing has been crazy. two days later and it's i mean it's nothing anymore yeah you know what i mean it's not yeah. it's not it's it is it is weird yeah, it is weird. It's it's just a coincidence. It's, it's a coincidence. Yeah, it's it's one of those synchronicities that I'm like, oh my yeah. gosh. There's hmm. it makes it reaffirms my belief in belief. Cool. Like, yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm just a big, big believer in that. Like as you wake up and these crazy synchronicities happen, it'll always be in the realm of physics first. Science wins first. Science first, you know. And so that was, yeah, it was an interesting thing. It was interesting. And, but once you zoom out on a whole earthly scale, it wasn't a big thing. You know what I mean? I mean, there's earthquakes every single day everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. So this so. guy, there's this guy in Utah. Have you heard of Travis Hill? No. He is um, a psychic medium. And I actually don't even, I've never even been to a psychic medium. Mm. But this guy in particular, he's young. I think he's around our age. He, from childhood, he had this crazy gift. I think A&E, like the the channel on TV, even did like a special on him. Like he's had like a show. He's just had these natural gifts for so long. Amazing. And he's from Utah. So he he put out this thing. I actually want him on the show. He put out this thing about all of it. The the virus, the the world changing, mm. the economy, the earthquake, like the rain that fell after the earthquake. And he yeah. was like, I can he's an empath. So he feels his feelings and everyone else's feelings. And sure. it was like too much for him. He's like shaking off. He's like, Whoa, everybody is having so many feelings about this. Like, I'm gonna channel Mother Earth. Like Whoa. I'm going to channel what's really going on here and I'm going to pair. I don't, I'm going to paraphrase, but he says that he feels that this whole thing, this pandemic, this world shift is, is like a breakdown. Yeah. Like what you were saying, like it's a reset. Yeah. It's a rebirth. He said that he channeled mother earth, God, universe, whatever it is saying that this is so incredibly necessary mm-hmm. to reset, refocus, reconvene. Come together with the people that matter to you. Yes. Like stop the monotony of your crazy lives. It's a rat race. This whole mm-hmm. thing we're doing is crazy and stupid. Half, how many people do you know that live a life they hate and they it's continue so to do out. it every single day because yeah. they don't get this yeah. a three-week break to chill. Right, right. So he was like, this is so necessary, not only for Mother Earth, but for humanity, yes. for mankind, for, mm-hmm. for all of us just to take a breath. And I, like like we were saying at the beginning of the podcast, it's just so weird the way the virus is working. It's who weird. it's impacting, who's really feeling it. You know, if you have to ki- if you have to kill a population, a, a per- you, it's the older people, right? That's obviously that's so sad. Think, here's what's crazy, and it is very sad, and it's tragic. And like I'm 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 sure I'm I know there's going to be someone who I know is going to pass away from this. And it's going to be devastating. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine? what the world would be like right now if this was the plague if you got it you died oh i know we would be in a complete war zone right now because i mean it very well could could have been that it could have been you that. would you would get with bronze and you'd, you'd get his assault rifle and you'd go to the grocery store and you'd raid it yeah because if you get think if you if you got coronavirus you died oh my gosh how I different thought about that. how different this whole pandemic would be but it's serious enough to stop us, but not serious enough to where it's caused World War III. Humanly harm. Like we're not harming one another. Yeah. We have not, to stand in longer lines. We're actually supporting one another. Yeah. And we're there for one another. Where if this was a deadly, where if you got it, it was deadly, it would be absolute pandemonium movie-esque mayhem. It's That's just the way wild. the virus is working is very unique. So what do you think it's telling us? It's exactly what we talked about. Just it's time to slow down. It's time to reset. Right. It's time to connect with others. It's time to start creating. It's, it's time to be human. That's what it feels like to me. It's, it's like embrace the humanness of, of your life. I get what you're saying. I think people that listen to this that yeah. haven't done like this type of yeah. in, internal work, they're, they're like, I am human. I go yeah. to work. I show up. I do these things. But you, that you're you're on autopilot. Yeah. It's, autopilot. it's, it's creativity. Feeling. It's it's what makes you curious about life mm-hmm. and expressing your talents. Right. We're here to have joy, right? We're here to connect with others and create. What can you create? Mm-hmm. And that's the question I'm asking. Like, what do you, what do, what do you want to create in this? Like, what, what sparks your interest? I've been doing weird stuff with the kids, and mm. this is it's it's the way I am with myself. Like these types of conversations I have with you, I have with myself. Amazing. Like I go deep within myself, and then with the kids, I'm. I'm the first, I think I'm a good mom. I think it's the only thing I can hang my hat on. Like Mm. I connect with them. I see them. I don't try to change them. Like we have, there is a real connection with me and each one of my kids. But at the same time, there is shit to do in the day. Mm -hmm. And I'm a person who needs my home, not 100% there, but like uh, to function the way that I need to function, I need my home 75 to 80% organized and clean <laughs> like that is just the way that I work and then they have I don't know gymnastics and they have all these other things and I have to cook dinner so there's a lot of have to's in my day that I'm like just get this shit done like let's mm-hmm. get this stuff done and then we can talk and then 
months go by where we're only doing our nightly routine where we're checking in oh what was your pit what was the peak of your day mm. like we do our daily mantras we connect I love that. but very 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 rarely on Sundays I do a thing called Sunday service where we have a little lesson about something I make up in the moment Fun. but every single day our homeschool is these big ticket items I mean we are talking weird big idea stuff we're talking about friendship but not like like it's 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 in a way that I you think that children don't they can't comprehend but that my little kids are getting this I mean Remy's eight and she's getting it like we're talking about true friendship what is it what does it mean to have a friend in this life what does it mean to be a friend to someone in this life I think that we're taught like oh if you're a friend you go out to lunch you catch up you you answer people back right right away you give them a gift on their birthday you invite them out when you go to dinner we're talking about like what does it really mean to be a friend with someone yes to and and not to put conditions on our relationships there's so many times especially with women that like women get offended when friends don't show up for them in a way. And it makes mm. me as a human, I'm really, cause I, I don't want to hurt anybody, but I also know my capacity to let people mm. into my life. And right now I'm very focused on work, family, and my very few people that I let in. Cause I, I know I'm, I'm full, I'm at mm. capacity. So it, it's, I'm weary to let other people into my life because I know that I can't show up for them in the way that the world wants me to. I'm not sure. a great texter backer. I'm not a luncher. I'm mm. not going to go to like, I'm not that type of friend, but like, I'll hear you. Mm. Like I might not text you back, but if something is ever wrong, you call me, I will listen. Yeah. I'm that type of friend. And we're talking about these things and they're like, well, mom, you, why don't you just say that, that to your friends right now? And I'm like, oh. I don't, I've never thought about that. Like, why don't, when I meet I someone that. I love, be like, listen, I really like you. I want to be your friend. I'm capacity. at full capacity. Yeah. Like, I'm probably not going to text you back all the time. That yeah. doesn't mean I don't love you. Yeah. Instead of being like, oh, I'm at capacity. I'm not letting more people in. Yeah. So they're, they're teaching me. I'm teaching them. Truth. It's, yeah. it's crazy. It's yeah. fun every single day. It's something like that. Yeah. And we're talking so much about gender roles. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about this with my five-year-old. What does it mean to be a boy? Yeah. And he's telling me, and these are not things I teach him, that he has to be fast on his bike, he has to be good at soccer, and that he has to like Nintendo. And oh. I have not taught him those things. He's he's picked this up from the world, society, yeah. his friends, wow. just living here. And so I'm like, no, you don't have to. Yeah. You can, the girls are doing these like punch thread, like it's like sewing. Sure. And I can tell he wants to do it. And he's like, oh, I can't do that. Mm. They have pink yarn. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you get to do that. Yeah. Don't let this work. Like that's those are the conversations we're having. We're calling it homeschool. Yeah, we're we not can, doing. We math. can have these conversations now mm-hmm. because we're at home. There's time. There's time to have There's these conversations. Time. And I think, you know, a really interesting way to a perspective to look at it is, imagine you were an alien, and you had you had no familiarity with planet Earth or humanness, and you got thrown into a body, and you were like, "What is this? How curious would you be?" You would be looking at the plants and awe and the oceans and the animals. And you, you would like see a dog walk in the room and you'd be like, what the hell is that? You'd right? be pushing your body too. Right. And you'd, you'd be, be like, moving your body. What can I do with this? What can I do with this? Right. You never had a body before. And it's like these conversations you're having with your kids. Like, what does it mean to be a boy? What does it mean to be a girl? Like, what does it mean to be a friend? And I think you're asking the right questions. And I think if you take that perspective for anyone listening, if you're like, okay, I don't know what to do. Pretend you're an alien and you just got thrown onto this planet. And you got thrown into this body. What would your thought process look like? And then follow that curiosity. And more than likely, you'll uncover a lot of truths and a lot of talents and a lot of parts of yourself you weren't even aware you had. Mm-hmm. And I think this is time right now is literally what you're saying. It's time. It's a reset. It's time to be like, okay, let's look inwards. And this who is, are if you're souls? looking for a sign, this is it. This is the it. world is stopping. You the have world an is excuse. stopping. Now it's your time. It's our time. I think people get freaked out over curiosity, especially for women speaking about gender roles. People are like, curiosity killed the cat. Like, don't open that box because once you open it, it doesn't get closed. And I just want to tell everybody, like, stay forever curious. Open that freaking box. Open the box. Who cares if it never shuts again? It is so much more fun. It's so much fun. I mean, I I had this conversation the other day where I was like, yeah, I went in. And did the ceremonies, I did the psychedelics, and I totally went um, down this path I've never been before by being curious, right? But it's been two years, and I've done a lot of weird stuff. I went to Burning Man, and did silent meditations, and did the retreats, and had my June 10th thing, and did ayahuasca, Mm -hmm. and did all this crazy stuff. And it's been two years, and guess what I do on Saturdays in the fall still? What? 
I watch college football and eat nachos oh, with my yeah. friends. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, you're still you. I think yeah. that that is a big thing is that people feel like if they start exploring they're themselves, gonna lose the they're going to they lose them. No, you don't lose them. It's plus. It's and. Mm-hmm. You get that and new parts. And now oh, I like that. Now I get to you do get that and and you get that and. And now it's like I watch on Saturdays. I wake up early and do yoga now, then go watch football. Right. Mm-hmm. It's and my life, my whole life is enhanced. My whole life is fulfilled. And it's so much deeper and enriching. And most people don't know what they're curious about or what really sparks their interest. Like I said, if I didn't have that quarantine, self-quarantine after leaving that job two years ago, like I don't love, like I said, science fiction novels. I don't have a fascination with space. I'm not doing yoga. So you weren't into any of that before? No, not Before into- that, who you were into sales. I was a sales guy. You were guy. a sales was guy. A that was your I whole identity. To, I, it was my whole identity. I went to sporting events, right? Drove Mercedes and... You know, I don't even know what I did in my spirit. I didn't did read Did it books. freak you out to realize that that was what you, did you think, oh, oh I'm going to like this? Or you had no idea you were even into that stuff until you opened no up the damn I had no clue I was even into it. I remember watching, how did I get into space? I was, oh, I watched an episode of Cosmos. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? And kept watching when I was just like on a mission. I'm like, I have to learn about the universe. And I started learning about the planets. And it's just like, it's just a fun hobby of mine. And just like, it's, and I love it. And I'm so intrigued and I've learned so much about the planet earth. And it's just, there's such an opportunity right now for you to get into something really cool and learn and be a better version of yourself. I couldn't and agree those more. who have, who really embrace that, who embrace the fear, embrace the unknown, right? I don't know what's going to happen. And sure, it's scary for me too, but I'm, I'm, I'm opening my arms to the fear mm-hmm. and taking it in because once it's going to pass and once it passes, I can now take advantage of this time. And so I think that's the major message I want to get across today is just like, don't run from the fear. The fear is here to help you. And say we lose it all. Yeah. Everything has been rebuilt. Rome, yeah. biggest cities in the world and history have fallen yeah. and they're, they're back up. I think, I mean, I look at my, our own mine and Bronson's life the amount of times we have been promised the world yeah, <laughs> and then literally are left with like, like stolen, like nothing, yeah. like sub zero. It's laughable. When in your life was there certainty? Never. But we assume, we, we, we feel like we, there is. It was a false sense of security. It's a false sense of security. Yeah. So it's we're so silly that we're freaked out right now we're because it was spot. never really there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a real life event. There really are people getting sick. People really have lost their jobs, yeah. but people lost their jobs before. Yeah. On a normal Thursday, they would right. still lose their jobs. Right. So I think it's just, it's all of our fears, the whole mm-hmm. world right now. We're all collectively going through this together. Yeah. And that's why it's hard. And that's why it's also beautiful. Yeah. Is because it's because we really do have each other to lean on. We're all understanding. We're all empathetic to what's going on. We all feel this. Yeah. It sucks. See, and it's crazy is it's uniting everyone, whether you're mm-hmm. Republican, Democrat, you know, liberal, conservative, everyone's coming together. Oh, I cry. Watch it. Those videos of have you seen the videos of the Italian men like no, out on their they're like singing and they're right. playing the piano and we're they're exercising. Human. We're, ex- we're experiencing human connection regardless of labels. It's just kind of beautiful yeah. in all of this chaos and like horror and, and it sucks. Yeah. But there are beautiful moments that are so apparent. They're, mm-hmm. they're like shining out. And I I have to believe that at the end of this thing. It will be for the best. I know a piece of me really, really, really thinks that that is true. Even if you lose your home, like something else is going to come out of it. Maybe if you lose your home, you were not meant to be there, honestly. And you found a new hobby and a new talent. Now you create a new business, right? There's so many opportunities, right? And I think Mm -hmm. about like, think how exciting, think if you're, think if we're quarantined for six months, okay? And then all of a sudden it's over. It's clear. We can go back outside. How much fun are you going to have when they're like have the first concert and like mm-hmm. the first get together? You're going to go celebrate being human. I know. Right. And it's going to be so much more enriching and fulfilling because we've taken it, taken it for advantage for uh, taking it advantage of it for so long. I think yeah. about little things like there was kids that knocked on my door 24 seven. I think the first time we podcast, you had to answer the door and there's signs on yeah. my door. It's like, do, do not, not knock. knock. Yeah. Cause little kids, I mean, they're yeah. over 24 seven. And just last night I was like, Oh my gosh, no one has knocked on my door. It's sad. Yeah. Like I will celebrate for, I don't know how long, hopefully I'll remember this for forever, but just having people come to my house, yeah. unexpected visitors. Like that was my whole life before. Yeah. And now it's a whole lot of nothing. It's kind of sad, yeah. but I'll, I'll love it. Like that first mm-hmm. day I get a little baby knock. 
from Raya, my next door neighbor. I'll be like, yeah. Finally, come on in. (laughs) Come on in. Yeah. That is crazy. So there's a message for hope for everyone. You know, there is there is silver lining in all this. You said it correctly. So, yeah. And if you don't, so many people, when I do talk about like this awakening process, my process, your process, I want them to know like more of your, maybe I should have you on a second time and just go your process start to be to, to end. Yeah. But I know you have other podcasts out where you've, you've talked about it, your whole entire story. Yeah. I think I, I think I did most of my story with you. You did? I think I basically gave you, I mean, I gave you. Okay. Well, re-listen to that. Yeah. But. And, and those who are struggling and like, just to plug my own, like, that's why I built the app. That's what I was going to say. Like you, I literally built this app this for this exact situation. Life transitions. Like daily shifts. Like you're feeling anxious. Let's get aligned. Let's practice gratitude. Let's do some breathing exercise. Let's do a quick meditation. You know, let's stay hydrated. Make sure our bodies are feeling good. Let's, and in the app, there's the curiosity part. Like what are you going to do this just for fun today? And it's so important to have fun mm-hmm. and scheduling fun. And so we're going to set clear goals. And so if you haven't downloaded the app, like seriously, give it a shot. Try it out for free for seven days. Um, and my, you'll ebook. realize it is so simple. Yeah. It's so simple. And my ebook's out too. What is it? I created an ebook. It literally came out yesterday Ooh! because people are freaking out. It's just my five happiness hacks. Okay. Five things you can do today to start feeling happier today. And it's for free. Just go to dailyshifts.com, download ebook. It's yours. It looks beautiful. It's a you room. can do it in your home yeah. under quarantine alone yep. in your you can house do it right now on your phone, download it. And, uh, it's just, it's now is the time to be human and look within ourselves and explore new talents that we haven't haven't seen yet. So, but at the same time, like I said, you know, it's really important to stay smart, do the social distancing, listen to the scientists, right? Listen mm-hmm. to the doctors, right? And how do we maximize the time given that we follow and abide by, you know, societal cautions? Doug, thank you so much for coming on today. I know. I like any chance I get to talk to you. And I Same. know my listeners do too. Same. So it, I'm just making it anytime you're in Utah, I'm scooping you up. Absolutely. And listeners, like I answer, answer every one of my DMs. Yeah, you're good at that. I answer all of them. I, make, I, I time block it. You, you do? Know, every day I, I spend 30 minutes and just answer DMs. I know four people that personally were like, oh my gosh, I reached out to Doug and he spent like so much time. I send voice like, messages. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That is so awesome that you do that. Like you really care. This isn't yeah. just a, I mean- I know you after this mm. long. You really, this is your life mission to spread yeah. this type of, it's self-love and honoring yeah, yourself. Self-love. And and it is so simple. It is not rocket science. Yeah. It's the simplest thing. It's just you 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 made it really simplified for people to use. So Doug underscore great. Cartwright. Message me and I'll send you a voice memo back. We can help. We can all get there. We're all in this together, Wes. <laughs> we are all in this together. I know. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week. I don't even know with who. Now I don't have any podcasts, I guess. (laughs) You'll figure it out. (laughs) I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. (laughs) I'll figure it out. All right, you guys. See ya.